Alrighty, righty. Welcome to the Power Talk podcast with Reverend Matthew DeLeon and our very own dun, 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 Pastor Paul <laughs> Chicago. Hey. I'm telling you what, again, I know I talked about this like three weeks ago in the podcast, but again, it's just good to have Pastor Paul back. In this past yeah. two weeks, I know you guys have been blessed with Perilous Times Part 1 and Part 2. Yes. You know what? Again, you know what? Let us know how you're enjoying our podcast, you know, through our website, through our emails. Definitely let us know because Pastor Paul and I, we love feedback. Oh, boy. You said We that. really do. And we know, we do know that these have been a blessing, you know, because if it's a blessing to us, we know it's a blessing to you guys. So in any case, today's podcast, Pastor, we're, yes. we're going to talk about prayer. Oh, boy. Prayer. And, you know, we talked about it last year, but I realized you can never exhaust on the topic of prayer, Pastor. We could talk about it every Sunday and still not dive into the depth of it. No, never, never. Yeah, because there's there is different levels to prayer. Oh, I like that. There's different types of prayer, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's different things that happen in prayer. Ooh. You know, so I, I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can be in prayer and the Holy Spirit just move all over you, and you I get like a prophetic that. word, or maybe like you get that. some understanding revelation. Might bring yes. you to tears. Might yes. bring you to laughter. Yes, could take you to your knees. Could take you to your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just there's different um, there's different postures in prayer. Okay. There's lifting your hands. There's your knees. There's yeah. there's yeah. So, there's you know um, laying on your face. I mean, what about intercession? Is that considered prayer too? Uh huh. Now, what is the intercession, Pastor? Do you, do you understand what that... I mean, intercession is, in other words, you're interceding on behalf mm-hmm. of something or okay. someone. In other words, you're 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 getting... It's like you being in the middle saying, Lord, okay. these people are too weak or this situation, there's, there's not enough strength from this person or this situation. And I'm getting in the middle wow. to intercede on their behalf. I like that. To, and so I'm going to go to God for you, like uh, to you, for them or yeah. for it. Have you ever felt the call to do that on somebody else's behalf? Uh, yes. Uh, there's been a couple of situations. You know, it doesn't happen as often because uh, a lot of times intercession... I'm not going to say it's a, what you call a real ministry. Yes. I know a lot of people will call there's the ministry of intercession. Yes. Uh, not biblically there isn't yeah but there are some people that really do have that call to constantly intercede for others okay and so when i say call again i don't call it a ministry Mm -hmm. necessarily but god has given them the gift to really press through for others or for things how about a burden can we call it a burden they have a burden for somebody else yeah and that's what usually leads to that intercession is the burden for sure okay for sure and the reason why i ask pastor because scripture says that christ is always interceding for us before the father that's right so so listener understand this we need to pray, but Christ is always praying for us. That's right. According to Scripture, right, Pastor? He he has a desire. That's why, you know, uh, the, the the only way to the Father is through the Son. The Son, because He's the, in the middle. He's 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 praying on our behalf, so that way our uh, our prayers can get to the Father. Wow. Without without our prayer, without the whole, the Son, you would never be able to reach the Father. So now the word intercession means more to me now that you broke it down the yes. way you did. Now Christ is interceding for us. Yes. He has that burden for, for Matthew, for our listeners, Pastor, obviously yourself excluded. Yes. But for us to get whatever it is, that destination or that breakthrough or whatever that revelation, whatever it is that Very we need... Much. Christ has given us that revelation or the intercession, if you will. Yes, no, that's exactly right. And so because Christ intercedes, he has a burden and a love for man that's so strong that he'll, you know, that that's why he died. Mm. Now he became that media, that, that, um, uh, mediator between God 
and man. Wow. Between the Father and man. He's now the mediator according wow. to Scripture. So yes, now, there's somebody else who also intercedes for us, Pastor, in regards to prayer is the Holy Spirit. That's the, right. The Apostle Paul said he groans. Yes, there's travailing and groaning. Yes. yes. Not even words can express, according to Scripture, yeah. what that need is or what that intercession's about. Not even words can express that, Pastor. Yeah. What do you what do you understand about that scripture when it talks about that? Well, when you're talking about travailing and groaning, you're talking about things that you don't understand. So basically what happens is there's a place where you can get so deep into prayer that you begin to utter things that you're like, I'm not even beginning to understand. It could be more prophetic. Yeah. It could be more yeah. in tongues. It could just be more in groans, literally groans, mm. where you just feel deep things coming out and those groans are a result of what is birthing inside of you sometimes so okay. like i've been in 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 the depth of prayer in in before where you get so deep it almost hurts yes and you know that it's you're praying deeply for a situation or people yeah this is why I say there are true prayer warriors out there mm. um, that just are led to really go to a depth mm. that many of us really don't. And you'll find mm. that these people, they'll get into so deep into prayer that their physical bodies, the only thing it can do is to groan. Mm. And it'll be, oh, God, oh, and it, and it wow. just, it almost is what they call travailing. Really? Basically, it almost hurts. Wow. And I've been there only on a couple of occasions yeah. because, you know, these are people that will literally go into the throne room, so to speak, wow. and they'll be there for hours at times. I've, I've never really had the time or the unction, should I say, yeah. to really go into deep prayer for hours and hours at a time like yeah. many do. Yeah. I do go there yeah. for long periods of time, but but not at the level that some people are really called to. There you go. And those tend to be more prophetic type prayers wow. because God will reveal to them things that are happening in the nation geographically mm -hmm. or at times or for other ministries, big ministries, and they'll begin to pray because they see these spiritual attacks or something needs to be done in their ministry yeah. and in order to get it through somebody needs to pray for them to pray it through wow. and these people pray on a very deep deep level yeah. and they usually tend to spend long periods of time pastor what is so significant about prayer pastor i mean we can just conversate with god but obviously that's not enough uh, no because conversation is really at a very low level oh okay. because it's just relational okay Relational is a very low level. I mean, I can call you up right now on the phone and say, hey, what's up, Matt? Yeah. Talk with you for five minutes and we're cool and go on. That's what relationship does. It allows me to just speak to the Lord at any given moment, any given time. Mm -hmm. And it could be very brief. Yeah. But when you're talking travailing and groaning, right. you're actually stirring up God so deeply that when he brings his pre his presence down, it's the glory of God. It's it's the, the the glory of God comes down on top of you and your physical body it can only respond in ways that doesn't seem normal to other humans wow. because the body this is why when people fall over in the spirit a lot yeah. of times and yeah. it's legitimately fell over right. it's just simply because because the glory and the presence of god is so weighty uh which which mm -hmm. is what glory means by the way it weighty. means weighty presence wow. so when the weighty presence of god's spirit comes or his glory yeah it puts pressure on the body and the body's too weak to stand up under it. Wow. This is also what happens very similar to when they get to these deep levels of groaning and yeah. travailing. Yeah. The weighty presence of God comes in and it pressures your physical body and you groan and travail. Wow. Now, is this common for 99% of most people that are even prayer warriors? No. Mm -hmm. 
this is a depth that very few people really understand. Right. And th am I saying that there are people, even at those that do that, mm -hmm. do they get there often? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know many of those type of people. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not healthy to get yeah. there. And, mm -hmm. but the truth is, is that it requires times, mm -hmm. time with God mm -hmm. where, where you just can say nothing else matters except for the presence of God. Right. I love what you said because conversation is low-level relationship. Yes. Prayer expresses a high level. Prayer expresses a high level. Low relationship. Because, because usually relationship with God at the lowest level is just simply you and Him. Mm. Talking about things that may be important mm -hmm. or not important. How many yeah. times have we gotten on the phone talk? We're oh, talking okay. about fantasy football. Something yeah. on important. Next yeah. minute it might be about revelation. Yeah. But it could just, because that's what conversation does and that's what you know relationship does. It could be important or not important. I like that. Fantasy football is <laughs> low-level relationship in our in our yours, yours and I's relationship. Yeah. Right? But because there's a relationship, we can do this at any time. Yeah. I can call you at any time and say, hey, wait, what's up? Yes. We can do it because there is relationship. So conversation wow. is a part of that, even if it's about the things of God or even if it's not about the things of God. So the closer we get to the Lord, we know what's low-level relationship. Yes. And we know what's high-level relationship. That's exactly right. High-level relationship is where His glory can come down and press you. Mm. So now let's take mine and your relationship. Come on. Our relationship at times, be, we can go at a very low level. We can talk, like you say, about fantasy football. We can talk about the weather. Yeah. You know, hey, what you been up to? Yeah. Or we can start talking about the things of God, and before you know it, the the revelation yeah. gets so deep, we actually get goosebumps on yes, our. We do. At times, we've we've, we've experienced. Wept. I've, it. I've wept. I've wept when you talked about things, Pastor. Right. I've wept when you talked about certain things, man. It's just like. I'm just, I start crying. Right. Because it's at a different level, our relationship now. Mm -hmm. Our relationship doesn't hinge upon what's, uh, what's going on in our daily lives. In yeah. other words, we're not caring about now about our daily lives. Yes. We're caring more about the things of God. And so yes. what that does, that brings in the presence of God. So me and you will experience just in our fellowship. Okay. okay. It's called bearing witness mm -hmm. in Scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those who bear witness to the truth experience that. Wow. So we're bearing witness with one another as a witness to one another. Exactly. As because the presence of God is able to come because we're not just talking now. Yeah, yeah. Our relationship opened up the door. Yeah. But... Our relationship now has gone to a more meaningful level because it's deeper, and so yeah. the presence of God shows up. Now, you got me thinking, Pastor. Uh -huh. We're friends, right? Yes. But Because we receive what, what, what we say about certain things. We yes. receive it. Part of friendship is receiving that understanding and that knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand in our relationship, you have the higher knowledge. You have the higher revelation, the higher <laughs> understanding when it comes to God's Word. So I submit to that. We, no, no. We, talk, we talked about that three weeks ago yeah. in our podcast about submission and authority and apostleship. Yes. S submission is very key to that. Very, very much so. And yes. I recognize that. Yeah. John Bevere says when you understand authority, you understand submission. I'm telling you. you you're know? right on about that. And so my point of bringing that is, Pastor, yeah. is simply this. The reason why I can weep at what you say is because I receive what you say. I hear you. That's friendship, that being is. able to be re receptive and receiving what's being said and no, being that's done. Good. That's very good. The friendship. That's a revelation in itself, bro. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yes, thank you. Well, no, that's yeah. good. I'll write it down. No, write that down. Hey, don't forget that one. <laughs> and the reason why I say that, that what you're saying is so important is because... Uh, Again, we're we're very big on the church. Ninety yes. percent of everything we talk about tends to revolve around the church. Um, and why what you just said is so important and vital is because I can't tell you how almost 
I would put it at 99% of all people that I know mm -hmm. don't understand the depth of what you just said. Mm -hmm. This is why they don't receive at the level that you receive. Mm -hmm. You receive great revelation just simply because you understand the authority mm -hmm. and how to submit to that. Yes. And uh, you, you, like me, mm -hmm. I understand that when I'm around my pastor, Pastor Arthur, yes, who's an apostle of faith yes. and prophet. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned that when he talks, mm -hmm. <laughs> My ears are fully open. My mouth is my mouth is completely closed. You know, yeah. and, and the reason is because there's always not just gold nuggets. I mm. gold nuggets are those little tidbits that are just mm. that, that kind of just give you a little jolt. Right. No, they're deep revelations of the spirit. Those are not gold nuggets. Mm -hmm. Those are things that nobody else will ever know. Wow. I mean, they will never know. Ninety-five percent of the church will never hear those deep truths. Why? Because you can't just put them always in a message. You can't always, you don't ever have enough time to tell those people those deep things. Those are things that are straight from the spirit. Those are not gold nuggets. Wow. Gold nuggets are things that you can live by. Like like I said, get your ears fully open and your mouth fully closed. Right, right. That's a little gold nugget. Right. Th that's good for people to know. Right. But the deep things of God, it's where the deep calls unto deep. Paul calls it the deep calling unto deep. Mm. It, it's it's when it, it's when there's revelation meets revelation. Oh man! Because there's truth bounce hitting truth. You come in with truth, receiving truth, accepting truth, and God. Or you come in with the ability and the desire to accept truth. Because you live in that truth, now you'll receive even greater truth. Mm. It's the deep calling into deep. Yeah. And so uh, the, the, the reason why people don't get the depth of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. is because they don't listen enough. They mm -hmm. sure talk a lot, mm -hmm. but they don't listen. And they don't even know who to listen to when they're around. You know who they listen to? They listen to people that are famous. Mm. I've been around ministers, a handful of them. Mm. And I'm not going to name names because they're yeah. good men. Wonderful men have had anointing all right, but they don't speak very deep. Yeah. But they have large ministries and this and that. Nothing. It's nothing amazing as far as their personal. Like when I've listened to them on a right. personal level, right. and then I've met up with ministers that that, that aren't near as big. They well known though. They're mm -hmm. still well known, but yeah. not as big. Mm -hmm. And the things that come out of their mouth when you're in private with them yeah. blows your brain. I mean, it's wow. like an atomic bomb went off in your brain, wow. and your heart just blew becomes like wow. like it yeah. just becomes like gummy mm -hmm. in other words everything they say is just so sticking good. and yeah. so good you i mean you can't even put it in you couldn't even repeat it when it's that good but it's so impressive but right? it's so impressive because you know that's not not coming from that man mm. that means they speak from the spirit of the lord mm. and that's why when you're saying when you submit to that you're you i'm able to speak in the from the spirit of the lord a lot of times mm. and again I, I hate talking about it too much because it just sounds like i'm being arrogant I'm, I'm really not trying to be yeah i'm just trying to help the listener understand that there are levels to this stuff yes, and that there are other ministers and men of god mm -hmm. that are getting this stuff too mm -hmm. But I'm around people, and I think we've talked about this because you bring up such a good point. I have been around people. Uh -huh. They think they know so much, and they do have little gold nuggets of truth in there. They say some good stuff, but it's still nothing that just awes me. Mm -hmm. And I listen, and my heart becomes grieved. I've been grieved because the Holy Spirit will begin to move upon me and then they'll interrupt. Mm. And they don't interrupt at the right time. Yeah. 
And it, when it's when it's truly of God, it's not truly an interruption. Like you you know where the right one to come in, and it's not an interruption. It's literally God expanding by pulling more out of me. Yes. That's an expanding, you know, yes. it's something more. Yes. Uh, but when it's an interruption when, when your point becomes more important. Mm. Look, I don't speak to make important points. I speak as God gives it. Mm. That means he's important, not me. I'm just, I'm all I am is just the mouthpiece, yeah. but I am nobody. Mm -hmm. If God needs to use a donkey, he can do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He has. He, and he has. <laughs> so my point is, is that when, when God has these mouthpieces, mm -hmm. so many times people just want to chime in and say, oh, oh, I remember this. And, oh, and guess what God showed me? And it's like, it doesn't matter what God showed you. Mm -hmm. Because what God wants to express right now in the spirit is still far more important than what you're going to say. Mm. Save your points for when that person walks away. Mm -hmm. Save your point for when that man of God walks out of the room. Mm -hmm. Then bring up your points. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't need to hear what you have to say. Because you'll never say anything that's so deep that it'll awe him. Mm -hmm. In fact, when he was speaking, he was in awe because he didn't know what he was saying. Mm -hmm. That's the honest truth. Mm -hmm. There's times I speak and I'm thinking, I did not know that. Right. Where did that come from? Even I'm in awe because I realize that's not Paul Chicago. Paul Chicago is not that smart. Yeah. People, I want you to know right now, mm -hmm. I do not have a high IQ. Mm -hmm. I've not been known to know the most of anything. Right. I'm not saying I'm dumb. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not saying that. Right. My point is saying is that to, to say the things that sometimes come out of my mouth, I'm just, even I'm like, holy smokes, mm -hmm. it, that, that was God. Yeah. I don't even know where that came from. Yeah. I don't even know if I read that, I've ever read anything about that. Exactly. So I've ever heard somebody say anything yeah. about that. My point is, is that when it's awe-inspired, it's totally the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's why when sometimes when we're done, I walk under my breath and I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Yeah. And I want to cry yeah. because I can't believe that he would speak such big things mm -hmm. through such a small man. Yeah. And so, you know... When people learn to hear mm -hmm. what you've learned to hear, mm -hmm. look at what God's able to do. Right. I've seen you over the years. You now have great truths that you can now give to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And they may wonder, well, where'd you get it? You don't have to say it's from Pastor Paul. Mm -hmm. I got it from the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit gave it through me. Amen. So the Holy Spirit's now giving it to you. Yes. It's plain and simple. Yes. It may have come through this mouth, yeah. but it was to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so that depth is trained a lot of other people. Amen, Pastor. It's funny. Our last week's podcast, yeah. we referred to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. The Apostle Paul, after perilous times, he says, look at my life now. Yeah. Look what I've done. Yeah. You know, so it's and to me, that's what I've done. I've seen in your life. Yes. So the the, the your behaviors, um, your hunger for the Lord, all those different things. I just I try to model as best I can when yes. I see those things, my pastor. Yeah. To just to kind of connect what you're talking about yes. there for with our listeners as well. It's not I'm not like you're saying we're not special in that respect. God, right. God, there's no angels that were there when we were born or anything like that. Oh, you know right, what I mean? Right. But we're just hungry for things of God. and We want more. That's all it is. It's it's just a hunger and thirst for righteousness, and we want to know more of that. Yes. To so seek first the kingdom. That that term seek first mm -hmm. isn't talking about look for it yeah. only. Yeah. It's talking about want it so bad that you would be willing to die for it. Exactly. That's what hunger and thirst is talking about. Yeah. It's the same mentality. Yeah, Pastor. Jesus gave a parable about that, mm. about a man who finds this pearl of great price. Yeah. He sold all that he had 
for the one great pearl. For that one great pearl. And that one pearl represents revelation. It represents revelation. And, and, and that's why we know it says not to cast your pearls before, before wine, swine. Before swine. I said wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't You're close. Run. You're close. <laughs> one minute off. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so don't cast it before swine. And, and it's true because they'll trample on it. That's why I say I've been in those groups. That's it right there. Where the Holy Spirit will move and he begins to share the, I'm not kidding, literally, mm -hmm. some of the most profound things. I was in a men's group one time and we were getting together quite quite regularly, mm -hmm. a bunch of men. Yeah. And uh, a lot of these men didn't know me. Yeah. And I didn't plan on going with anything to say. I was yeah. just there because it was going to be a bunch of men coming together, praying, yeah. encouraging one another. Well, one of the men asked me a question in the group because they knew I was a pastor. Yeah. I was still young though in as pastor. Yeah. I'd only been pastoring about five years maybe. Yeah. But I'd been in ministry already at that time already still like 18 years or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um I he asked a question and I'm not kidding. It was like the a switch went on mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit began to speak so deep. These men I was even in awe. These men got silent for about the next 25 minutes wow. and they begin to weep. It began to weep and it just began to flow and it was the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. And one of the men showed up late mm -hmm. and as he comes in, hey, how you doing? Just disrupted it all. And instantly the Lord just closed my mouth. I couldn't and nothing could I couldn't get anything out. Wow. And all the men were telling him, you should have heard what we were listening to. Basically. You came late. You shouldn't have even come at all right. because he, they were there was so there was, the depth of what was being said at right. that moment got disrupted because even a person walked in late because they should have been there earlier. Yeah, and so the point is that the Holy Spirit remember He's very sensitive. Yes, He is. It says you can quench Wait. the Spirit mm -hmm. and and you can also agree 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 the Spirit. Yes. Well, quench Him means that while He's working mm -hmm. and moving mm -hmm. and speaking mm -hmm. that you can literally get him to a point where if if you grieve him mm -hmm. you'll quench him from speaking mm -hmm. he, he won't even speak now so it quenches him wow. and so it quenched the spirit and I've had that a f many a times over my years where I'll be talking to two or three people yeah and one person just feels the need to say something because they don't know how to spiritually shut up mm -hmm. And because they don't know how to spiritually shut up, mm -hmm. I'm saying it a little bit more harsh because I need all of you to understand how to hear from the Spirit. <laughs> Some of you that are listening right now, these are deep truths you've never heard. Mm -hmm. You need to just put everything aside and quit trying to play your video games, mm -hmm. quit trying to watch TV, quit trying to talk to somebody. Wow. You need to just turn everything off and listen to what I'm saying mm -hmm. because you'll receive the depth of the things of the Holy Spirit right. if you learn to turn off everything else so that way you can pay attention wow. and if you can't spiritually pay attention you'll be deficient so when your prayer life comes around mm. you'll also be deficient in your prayer life because this is where you learn to pray yeah. yeah when the deep things of God comes from the lips of those who are spirit-filled yeah. and know how to speak from the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. you'll learn how to pray in the Holy Spirit and you know how to listen in the Holy Spirit yes. Pastor, because you just said something so deep is that 
Prayer doesn't mean just always speaking. Right. Prayer means listening. Prayer is listening. You know, a lot of people don't understand what it means to wait on the Lord. You know, I, I hear people all the time talking, you know, they, they don't really understand the depth. The part of praying is waiting. That means sometimes you go in. I, you know, we, we've always been taught, go in and put your worship music on. Yeah. Glorify God. No. The best thing you can do is go in with nothing. Yes, sir. Go in with nothing. And I'll tell you what's the hardest thing for a Christian to do is this waiting. It's hard because very few of us ever sit in silence. This is a revelation here for some of you. Very few of us ever sit in silence. Think about it. How many of us like to walk into our home and nobody's home? Mm-hmm. What's the first thing we do? We'll go put on a radio. Exactly. We'll go put on music. We'll go put on a TV mm-hmm. just to get sound, right? Right. Uh, or, or we go do something busy just to keep our because we don't like we don't like that and we don't even realize it's that but that's what it is we don't like that alone feeling when you wait you are alone waiting on God to show up that means you don't talk that means you don't listen to other things that means you don't allow anything to interfere and people say well what is that is that a meditation mm, it's a type of meditation but it's not like an Eastern mysticism type of meditation or an Eastern philosophy type of meditation. It's just simply saying, God, I'm waiting on you to move and I won't do anything until you move. I'm going to give you the room. I'm not going to take up the room. I'm going to give up the room to you. You take it over. And when you're ready to move, you'll come upon me. That's called waiting on the Lord. That's something that people don't have patience for. I talked on this back about a year, year and a half ago. It was waiting on the Lord and it was praying. And I don't remember the name of the message uh, that I did. And and one of the, one of the topics was waiting on the Lord. And I talked on that. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? I do remember that. And I talked on that and the depth of that, I've even grown a little bit more in that understanding that. Um, But waiting literally is being still. Mm. We think waiting on the Lord is, is, you know, Get, serving Him. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard ministers waiting on the Lord is going in and serving Him, blessing Him. No, that's actually the opposite. Yeah. Waiting literally means be still and know yeah, that no, He is God. Right. That means you don't move. That means you don't talk. That means you don't do it. You don't put on music. You don't do. You don't get on your knees. You don't. You sit there. Sometimes just sit in a chair and say, God, I ain't moving until mm-hmm. you come. You let me tell you. Very few people know that depth of prayer. Yeah. Very few people know that depth. Yeah. Because when God does move, here's what it'll do. It will move you. Mm-hmm. You will move. You might move to your knees. Mm-hmm. You might move with uplifted hands. Mm-hmm. You might move in spontaneous praise mm-hmm. with a new song. Mm-hmm. You might move into a new song and all of a sudden a new song just gives birth. Mm-hmm. You know, that son, remember a couple Sundays when I, I ministered do. I do. after being gone for so many weeks? Yeah. I would suggest everybody go watch it. Was there a message? No, but it was the message that you see, not the message that you hear. That's right. You need to see how the Holy Spirit moves. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit was moving, but at one point, the, all the Lord showed me was surrender. Mm-hmm. And it was so strong in me that it, a song came out, and it ends up it was a song we all knew, yeah. but that was a new song for then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A new song could be an old song we've sung, but it's right. a new song for the present moment. Yes. And so he might just spontaneously pull that out of you. Mm-hmm. You understand, I haven't sang I Surrender All. It's been a while. Oh, it's at least 20-something years. Yeah. Because those old songs don't get sung anymore. So I've been, and all of a sudden it just came out. I'm like, I surrender. And my point is, is that 
when you wait on the Lord, yeah. those kind of things start to shift in the atmosphere yeah. and the atmosphere changes and the spirit of God can, oof, mm, Come on. I feel them now. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, <laughs> oh geez, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Yes, um, mm, Give me a second, listener. Yes. Um, but the Holy Spirit, when he moves, he shifts. Yeah. And when he shifts, you've got to be able to shift with him. Mm-hmm. You cannot create the moment. Mm-hmm. He creates it. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens a lot in prayer. And I was taught this in prayer in those early years, and it was wrong. You know, go in and just tell him how much you love him and tell him. And I find that sometimes my vocabulary is a hindrance. Mm. When I talk... He doesn't need to listen. What does he need to hear? How many times do I need to tell him he's awesome? Mm -hmm. He knows he's awesome. Mm -hmm. What he needs to know is can I stay shut up long enough that he talks when he's ready to talk? Mm -hmm. This is hard for the human mind to understand because we are taught simplistic prayer. Mm -hmm. We're given prayer sheets. We even do it. Prayer sheets, go home and pray these throughout the week or pray this prayer this week. And it's always about self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When are we just going to stay silent and let him talk? Mm -hmm. We talk way too much. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with the human race. We're really good at using vocabulary to say what we think we're well, to say what we're thinking when in reality we need to stop thinking and quit saying anything Mm -hmm. and let him do it. Let him think for us and tell him what thought we're to think. Look, what's, what did Paul say? That we're to have the mind of Christ. Right. How do you get the mind? You don't get the mind by talking. Right. You get the mind by listening. Mm. You know how many of you right now that are listening are going to learn what I'm learning? Mm-hmm. It isn't by talking over me. Mm-hmm. It's by listening to what I'm sharing. That's, right. That's, That's right. how I get the mind of Christ. I listen to him. Mm. I get his thoughts. I get his ways. Because his thoughts are already higher than our thoughts. His ways are already higher than our ways. Everything is bigger than us. Yes. So how do I grow to be as big as him? Mm. To capture his attitude. To capture his thinking. I need to sit, listen, and watch. Mm. And that's what waiting is. In a nutshell. Mm. That's that's the kind of prayer that we've forgotten. Yeah. That's really good, Pastor. Amen. When you talk about prayer, Pastor, what does it do when we tie in fasting with praying? What's it? What kind of level we're talking about? And we're already at 30 minutes. It's probably the wrong question to ask you. (laughs) I will. I'll try to cut it short because I'm glad you said that. But it's okay. It's okay. But, uh, you know, fasting, let me tell you, anytime you tell the body no and you tell Jesus yes, that's what you're doing. That's all you're doing in fasting. You're saying no to my cravings. You're saying no to my hunger. You're saying no to my flesh. And you're saying yes to everything that Christ has Mm -hmm. and everything that Christ is. I'm saying, God, I care about me so little that I would sacrifice it all for you. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me that God doesn't love that kind of heart. Mm -hmm. See, this is what we don't see in our society. Everything is about me, me, me. Mm -hmm. Remember last week when I talked on the I am generation? That's right. Come on, Pastor. You want to know how to break the I am? The ame in the Greek? Yes, come on. The we we shall be nation, Mm -hmm. lovers of themselves, is to start fasting. Mm -hmm. Break that I am 
generational mentality. Break it until it's so broke that anything you do is always to give glory and honor to God. That God just moves when you're, you can be sitting in bed just thinking about your day, talking to somebody and God can just move because you've said, God, I'm so sacrificed of me. I'm so not caring about me that God says, wow, I don't see you. I only see me in you Wow. that he can move anytime he wants and you'll welcome him. Wow. That's true fasting. And that's what he'll do. And wow. Satan, you'll find that when you're out in the town yeah. and this happens a lot when I'm out, I told one of the young men one day, I said, I don't know if you've ever noticed, have you ever been around me? And things happen like I'll be out in a restaurant mm -hmm. and this is no exaggeration. I'm not saying it's because I'm super anointed. I'm still growing. Yeah. But it happens a lot. I'll be in a nice, quiet restaurant and then babies will start crying uncontrollably and they get loud to the point that it's irritating. Mm -hmm. And and me and Cindy now have learned we've stirred up something. These poor babies are tormented. Mm -hmm. They don't have good homes and they're tormented. And like right. I said, I don't want that. Right. I'm not looking for it. I'm not even... I'll be out in the public and people will do all of a sudden out of nowhere not conversation quiet and people all start and start using four letter language cussing out loud wow. they don't even know why they're doing it wow. and is it because i'm there it's because of the anointing on me yes. it's the spirit of god like i said it sounds so arrogant for yeah. but, but if you understand how the spirit works remember when there's an anointing on you it breaks every yoke and every bondage so what it does the anointing also puts pressure on things right so you'll have a lot of babies that go to homes that are ugly mm -hmm. and terrible. Yeah. And then they just, I'll be in a restaurant and they'll just start crying or I'll walk by and I'll say, yeah, just right. cry. And I know it's because they're tormented, those demons. And, and when I walk by, when we walk by, those yeah. demons tor start tormenting them. And I feel, mm -hmm. uh, or, or I'll see people that start majorly cussing four letter words. And I know what it is. Yeah. I'm irritating those demons. So, and then what they'll do is they'll irritate the, they'll put, it puts pressure on those people because mm -hmm. those demons put pressure. Yeah. and those demons will do it to irritate me wow. and one day I was out on the golf course for no reason mm -hmm. literally out on the golf course with the, some of the young guys yeah. playing golf yeah. for whatever reason there's a guy out on the golf course yeah. decides he's going to run out in the fairway pick up my ball and I'm walking up and he, he ends up hitting my ball on purpose and and I said, these things happen to me quite often. And wow. one of the young guys goes, what was that? And I got over and I started going after that guy. I said, you ever touch my ball again? But I knew what it was. It was a demon. I knew yeah. what it was. Yeah. And he goes, Pastor Paul, this kind of stuff I notice happens all the time. I said, it's because when you walk in that anointing, I said, that doesn't make you special. It's just because I want more of God yes. and I want more of this world. Yes. I said, the Holy Spirit works on a greater capacity yes. and it makes people irritable with you and you don't, they don't even know why. Wow. And I said, it happens quite often. And I said, this is why a lot of times people can't even stay in our church mm -hmm. because I put pr it puts pressure on them. Again, not me necessarily, but there's right. even other anointed people. Yes. And I mentioned your name. Sure. And I said, these are anointed people that pray and want more of God. They don't yes. care about what everybody else thinks. Right. And I said, because of that, it puts such great pressure on them, even in church services. Yeah. We didn't even say anything wrong. We loved on them. We yeah. did everything right. Yeah. But they don't understand why they don't like us. Yeah. Or they don't like something we did or said. And they don't even know why. Exactly. And it's because the anointing is so strong. The anointing will either break that yoke of bondage mm -hmm. or it pushes them away. Wow. And I said, this is why little churches have a hard time growing mm -hmm. when there's a great anointing on it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I never knew that. I wow. said, but this is the depths of the spirit. Mm -hmm. This is why Jesus' ministry 
Wasn't as big as you think. Exactly. Twelve disciples. Twelve disciples and a few people followed him. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, he would draw a big crowd. Yeah. But boom, nobody in that big crowd would. I said, he had 25,000 people at one time in one crowd. It said yeah. 5,000 men. But it, then it says men and women That's and right. children were also there present. Right. It only counted the men. Right. So we assumed that there was between 20 and 25,000 total people. Wow. And you realize that not out of those 25,000 people, no one came up and said, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. Right. None that we know of. Wow. None. Wow. I'm thinking, man, if I had 25,000 people, I would have think, man, there would be several followers out yeah. of that. Nope. No. And this is what the anointing does. Sure, you might want to come in and hear a good message, right. but you don't really want to be a part of it right. because it's too heavy for you. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can handle the heaviness mm -hmm. of God's presence. And that presence comes through praying, mm -hmm. comes through fasting, comes through waiting on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Those wow. things alone, if you just did those three things alone, mm -hmm. you will see the Holy Spirit knock down all kinds of doors in your life, mm -hmm. but you will also see other problems in your life come about. Mm -hmm. People that are possessed in your own family, including right. mine. Yeah. The, it starts revealing themselves, even yes. in my own family. Yes. They, the, if they messed around with things, mm -hmm. it, it surfaces to the top. My goodness. And so a lot of people don't like to go that deep because they don't want the problem. Right. I want to go that deep because I figure if the problem's exposed, mm -hmm. that person has a good chance of getting healed. I love that. I and love that's that. why I do. I love that. When you, go, when you go with that mentality, Pastor, people start getting delivered. People get delivered. I want to see saved. people delivered and healed and yeah. saved yes. and free. Yes, all sir. of it. Yes, I sir. want them all of it. Those babies... You don't want them just to shut up for the sake of shutting up. No, they need to be healed. They need to be healed. They need protection. Yes. They need so many things because they're growing up in probably an environment that's terrible. Well, in actuality, those baby cries are revealing the parent's situation. Oh, it totally it. does. It's it re reveals it. It's revealing the hardship, the, the stress. It's a spirit. They put it on that child. It's a spirit. Mm -hmm. And it happens quite often. And Cindy, Cindy and I have noticed this over the years. Yeah. Be totally silent. Be several babies in the restaurant, just yeah. fine. Yeah. All of a sudden, one will just start acting up, and it yeah. gets crazy. All of a sudden, people, all of a sudden, will start cussing loud like they don't care. Mm -hmm. When all when they weren't even loud before prior. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're loud, they're cussing, and in, in, in vulgar language in public places. And it's the moment I walk around. And they're exposing their own hearts. And they're exposing their own hearts. That's all it does. And I know what it is. Yeah. I know what it is, and they don't know why they're. They don't even know why they're doing it. Right. But I do, yeah. because the Holy Spirit is trying to move upon all flesh. Mm. He already has done it once, but yeah. He's still trying to trigger them mm -hmm. to get their lives right, and right. yet they're not receiving it. Wow, Pastor. So, prayer is extremely important in this last day, especially. Exactly. Especially if you listen to last week's podcast, yes. we're going to need it for our divine protection. My goodness. Yep. Now, speaking of divine protection, Pastor, there's a couple of prayers that you actually pray over your family. Yes. Would you like to divorce Yeah, some of for sure. Every day, I the one thing I do, because remember, the blood of Jesus was important all throughout the... Oh, okay, let me repeat that. The blood of Jesus didn't happen until the cross. <laughs> but prior to the, to the blood that Jesus spilt for us, mm -hmm. going to the cross and upon the cross... Blood was always a natural thing that was spilt, and it had to be pure blood. And, of course, back then it was lambs and goats. Yes. Uh, and it was always symbolic of Christ's blood for us mm. because of what it covered, right. what it what it healed us from, right. what it delivered us from, right. what it saved us from. That yes. was what blood was for. Yeah. And even at one point, we know that the blood, the God, the Lord told Moses, tell the people of Israel, mm -hmm. the Hebrew people actually, mm -hmm. put blood over the doorposts of your house, over the over the doorposts. Yes, sir. And when the death spirit comes, 
you, your children won't die. But right. all of Egypt, their firstborn died. Yes, so that death spirit came. So blood is a protection mm -hmm. against death. Mm. Because why? Because it's because of the blood of Jesus, I'm healed. Mm. Yeah, you're saved. That's even saved. I'm saved. I'm delivered. The blood of Jesus did everything. So every day I apply the blood of Jesus. Okay. I apply the blood of Jesus from head to toe. Okay. Mind, will, and emotions, okay. body, soul, and spirit, mm. and this is a different message I don't have time for, but over your heart. Mm. And that's separate from your head. Hallelujah. That's yes. not your mind. Yes, uh, your heart is the doorway between your spirit and your soul. Mm -hmm. So when you ex when you believe in Jesus, that's yes. one thing. A lot of people believe in Jesus, but will you accept him and receive him as your savior? That's a different thing. Yeah. A lot of people don't accept him and receive him, but you got to open your heart to that. Yes, and so the doorway, I believe personally, yes. there might be some scholars, that, you know, godly men that could probably correct me on that. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen in scripture, it looks more like the heart is a doorway. Mm -hmm. So I apply it over the doorpost of my heart mm -hmm. that, that no man can open what God is closed and no man can close what God is open. Mm. That in other words, nothing goes into my heart. That's okay. not ungodly and nothing comes out. That's ungodly. Okay. And so my point is that I protect those areas, but mm. then I take it a step level a farther because of what God's given me to protect. Yes. He's pro called me to protect my home. Mm. So I prayed over my wife, my two children, mm -hmm. even though they're old enough to answer for themselves, it doesn't matter. They're still in my home. They're under my protection. Yeah. I even prayed over my cats. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because they're alive and God yes. blessed us with them. So no, because right. they live, right. I pray for their protection and their health. I pray it over my home and over my property. Mm -hmm. Divine protection. But then I also pray it over the thing that God's given over me, and that's my church. Mm. I pray it over all my church and over all those that attend faithfully and those that are members and those yes. that are leaders because the blood of Jesus be over them. Amen. And I pray for their protection. But then also remember, the blood is also a provision. Yeah. It provides for you in many multiple areas. You need mm -hmm. wisdom. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, we have the Holy Spirit because the blood of Jesus saw that was on the cross. Right. We, he, and the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom. Mm -hmm. So I pray because it gives us provision financially. Mm -hmm. It gives us provision spiritually, physically, emotionally. It gives us in every area, the, every arena of our life. Yeah. So protection mm -hmm. and provision. Mm -hmm. And then I submit my will to him that day. Mm -hmm. I sacrifice my will and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done today. That, Lord, I give myself over to you yes. completely and wholly yes. to please you and all that you would want done. Mm -hmm. That It's not my will be done today, yours. And Holy Spirit, and then one other thing, sure. Holy Spirit, fill me with your spirit. Mm. That I be filled with your spirit to know, mm. to be sensitive to everything you would want me to be sensitive to in Jesus' name. Wow. So those are really the, the three main things that are important. The blood. Wow protection and provision mm. uh to sacrifice my personal will for him to yeah. him and also for um um what did i just say oh <laughs> i just lost my train that's what i yeah <laughs> but to, but also to be that your spirit would fill me there you go there that you go. i would be sensitive in every situation wherever yes. i'm at yes. to do to you know that that i'd be obedient and all of that yes. so yeah. yes so pastor i mean this is so good and listener i just want to address you really quick listener uh, this one, I'm not joking. You're going to have to play repeat at least three times, yes. at, at minimum three times, to really get what Pastor Paul had said. Amen. It went from prayer to something real much, much deeper, much, much deeper. And so, listener, grab a hold of this and really take some notes and really pray these prayers that Pastor Paul is praying for himself personally. 
I, I know he's told me these prayers personally many, many years ago. And so me and my wife, we pray these prayers. And so listener, friend, I'm telling you, pray these prayers. Amen. If you've heard last week's message about perilous times, you're going to need prayers like this for your own provision <laughs> and, and your own protection. Amen. You're going to need it. And so I, mean, I don't have anything else, Pastor. Everything you've said was just phenomenal. New different Amen. level. Amen. You know, Amen. and I know the listeners are experiencing what I experienced in this room with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're praying that they're experiencing the same thing in that. their in their cubicle, in their vehicle, in their room. I where, agree with that. Yes. For the moms and the ladies putting on their makeup, you're you probably had to put reapply new makeup because you're crying <laughs> to Pastor Paul when he talked about the glory of God in his life. Mm. And, and you know, these are the experiences we need to share with you and that you need to grow with as well. And so, listener, we love you. Thank you so much for listening with us. And have a blessed week. God bless. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.